Today we heard a gospel that is very well known by most, if not all of us. It's called the Parable of the Good Samaritan. And since you were paying attention to this gospel, uh, who was the writer of this gospel? The gospel according to whom? Luke, okay. And as we did last Sunday, we are in Luke chapter 10. That's right. You have the books there. Okay, good. So it's Luke chapter 10. So Luke chapter 10, we hear this beautiful gospel. So let's go through the gospel to see who are the characters there and what is going on in this gospel. The first character, the first person we find here is the scholar of the law. And the scholar is the, of the law is somebody who is supposed to, to, to study the law. He's supposed to study the Torah and the Tanakh and all these, the Jewish scriptures. So he knows what he is asking Jesus. And Jesus knows that he knows the answer. So the scholar of the law asks, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal law? And Jesus says, what is written in the law? How do you read it? If Jesus was in a bad day, most likely this meant, you know the answer, don't be bothering me with this question. So, but then if Jesus was in a good day, this was a wonderful conversation and a very good dialogue because Jesus is telling him, asking him, how do you read it? He's not going to impose you and this is the right way to read it, but Jesus is telling him, he, Jesus wants to know, what do you think? What's the meaning of this reading? What's the meaning of these commandments? You shall love the Lord your God and with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus wants to know what he thinks. This is a dialogue. And this reading, or this phrase, you shall love the Lord your God and your neighbor as yourself, is a combination of a phrase in the book of Deuteronomy and another phrase that comes from the book of Leviticus. Even today, there are many, um, mm, I would say, conservative groups in the world that use this word neighbor to reject other people. Because neighbor, in this book of Leviticus, neighbor meant the, uh, the countryman. Neighbor meant somebody who belongs to your same race, somebody who is more like you. In this case, somebody who is from the people of Israel. Nobody outside of that people of Israel was considered the neighbor. Today there are groups who use the Bible to justify this, even though we have Jesus here opening this uh, word neighbor to mean more people. But then, that's what the scholar of the law replied. You shall love the Lord your God and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus says, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But since the scholar of the law had in his mind that his neighbors are just these people, he wants to know what's the limit of his love. That's why he asks, and who is my neighbor? Who do I have to love? And then Jesus comes with this beautiful parable. So in the parable, we find a man. A man fell victim to robbers. A man, man in Hebrew is a human being, 
So if we ask, who is this man? We can ask, oh, is he black or white? Is he rich and, or poor? Is he faithful or unfaithful to the law? Well, we have no idea because Jesus doesn't present any of those characteristics. Jesus says, a man. Any human being in this world was, passing, uh, was, was victim of these robbers. So a man fell victim to robbers. The first person who passed by was a priest. And oh, here we go, this priest again. Well, a priest was passing by and he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. So we can just say, oh, this priest, he didn't have compassion. Here we go, these hypocrites, right? But, you know, there might be other kind of reasons why he didn't. Obviously, Jesus is going deeper on this, but the law established that a priest couldn't touch a dead body because then he was not able, he was impure. He couldn't be able to offer the sacrifices in the temple of Jerusalem. So maybe he thought, this man might be dead. I'm not going to be impure at this point. Maybe he was just scared. Uh, I don't want to stop by and maybe these robbers will come back and will beat me and I will be, it's not going to be one by two men on the floor. So that's the priest. The second person is a Levite. And the Levite was somebody who helped the priest. The Levite was somebody who, who brought the animal to the priest for the sacrifice in the temple of Jerusalem. So both of them work in the temple. Both of them are very religious people. And Jesus had something with these religious people in the Gospels. We always hear Jesus saying something about the priests and the scribes and the Pharisees. And uh, well, this Levi did the same. He saw the man, he passed by on the opposite side. When these people who are listening to the parable hear, oh, the priest and the Levite, those in the temple, now he's going to say something nice about a regular Jew person, a pious Jew person. Well, no. Jesus shocked the audience because he presented to them a Samaritan, somebody who we call a good Samaritan, but this is just a Samaritan. He's not good. There are no bad and good Samaritans. He's just a Samaritan. Jesus presents this person whom the Jewish people at this point despised. They didn't like the Samaritans. And they didn't like the Samaritans first because after the exile in 722 before Christ, they had intermarriages with the Assyrians. That meant that the race was not pure anymore because these people in Samaria, they were Jewish. They were from the people of Israel. But they had marriage with these Assyrians. So, no, no, no. Our race is not pure anymore. And then that's one thing. When the people in Jerusalem saw what the Samaritans were doing, marrying these Assyrians, they didn't allow them to come into the temple in Jerusalem. So the Samaritans said, okay, we're going to build our own temple. And they built another temple in Mount Gerizim. So now the people in Jerusalem considered these Samaritans heretics because they were doing their own thing. 
So you see, people in Jerusalem didn't like these Samaritans, and then Jesus is presenting to the people of Jerusalem as Samaritan, as the person who had compassion. So that shocked the audience of Jesus. So the Samaritan stopped by, stop. He was moved with compassion at the sight. He was not thinking maybe like the priest and the Levite, oh, maybe he's dead, I cannot touch him, I will be impure, maybe I will be robbed too. No, he was moved with compassion at the sight. This human being saw another human being on the road, I'm gonna help him. That's all, there is no way, I, I'm not gonna think uh, about this. He approached the victim, cured his wounds, put him in his own animal, took him to an inn and cared for him, and then paid, and then he said that he would be back and repay whatever was needed to pay. So why did this Samaritan stop and help this man? Well, moved by compassion, but something that might help us during this week to all of us is that he was able to put aside his journey. He was able to put aside his agenda and his schedule just to help somebody. Because many times we might be, our schedule is packed with many things. And maybe because of that schedule, we don't have this time to help somebody. And the question is not just, who is my neighbor? But the question should be, who can I be a neighbor to? Who can I be a neighbor to? Because it's not that you are my neighbor, but I become a neighbor for other people. So let's continue to ask the Lord to give us His grace and His strength to be able to live a full Christian life, a Christian life of love and charity, a Christian life of compassion for everybody.